what is up everybody welcome back to another episode 29 Oof, we're climbing uh of the effing growth uh live stream today we're gonna give you a bunch more details about this browser extension that we lost uh launched last week hopefully we're over all these technical hurdles so we've boosted our setup here we've got tons of things to get to including crowd reactions webflows reaction we got alex uh on the sidelines he's gonna bring we're gonna bring him in for q a throughout the episode so a bunch of stuff planned today um but you know before we get too far into this thing let's off and grow Okay, what's up, Joe? Hey, hey, hey! How's it going, hey. Reimar? Uh, you know, another day, another uh, Webflow <laughs> product <laughs> that we're throwing out there to the universe. <laughs> so it's been exciting over this last week to kind of see everybody take this thing in and kind of play with it, explore. Um, if you've been playing with it today, you've seen that the new features are kind of already unlocked. So we're gonna go over all of that stuff. Um, action packed, action packed. Um, what's What's been your sense of it, Joe? Like what's going through your head as you see this all kind of going down, all this excitement? A lot of community support. We're getting a lot of messages, a lot of people thanking us, reaching out to us on social, telling us how thankful they are for this extension. And that really was a lot of last week taking in those comments, understanding what we're doing for the community and why we have to continue doing that. Yeah. Very, very exciting. Yeah. And we typically do a disclaimer to start the show, but I wanted to reverse the order just a little bit here. And I wanted to go through a little bit of that reaction um, real quick, because that's going to lead us right into what our disclaimer wants to talk about today. So we're going to just kind of just shift the order just a hair, let's do this and go here. Yeah, okay, so let's take a look at some of these reactions actually real quick. So uh, Mirella changing weekend's plans after this, lots of people on Twitter were going uh, nuts over all of this here. That FinSuite took the Webflow roadmap into their own hands. So we're gonna talk a little bit about that because it's, you know, we wanna be careful about how and what we say in regards to how this is working, which again will be uh, in the disclaimer. Oh, you know what, it didn't go, hang on a second. You should be seeing us too here. Um, okay, so yeah, uh, Joseph Barry had to give my brain a little break to digest what's going to be possible inside of Webflow. Uh, yeah, the OCD for sure. Um, tons of feedback. Corey Reynolds just watched the stream. Holy hell, it's very exciting. Uh, personally, I'm pumped for attributes and client first, which will we, which we will also talk about today as we talk about the rest of the release schedule. Uh, Grace, some of my favorite features on site of the multi-steps booking form, CMS powered locations. Uh, yeah, and that's, let's see, Vincent, who I saw in the comments here today, um, was super excited about this. I guess we don't have to go through all of these. I just wanted to show you that essentially there was a ton of excitement in the community, um, all over from all sorts of different people. And so thank you so much for the support in doing that. That means a lot to the team, to the developers, to everybody. Um, and so we just wanted to give uh, a, a real quick recognition to kind of everybody who helps us with these things. Everybody who's watching in the audience today, which real quick, let's take a look who's here today. Uh, Magdalena, what's up? Mahar, Iku, uh, Michael, Nick Jones, Vincent, Bido, what's up, buddy? Tommy, Rohan in the house. 
Wallison, Jeremy, Babas, Maggie, what's up? Mosh in the house, Dale, Mark, Gabe, Jose. Wow, Grace Walker, everybody is here today. What's up, Scott Humphrey, Slawek, Emma, and then uh, Joe. Oh, <laughs> Joe, that's you. Hey, that's Joe. <laughs> All right, so Joe, do we wanna really quick, um, a lot of people have been asking us how Webflow took this thing. So do we wanna just give a real quick little um, ditty about that that'll lead us right into our disclaimer for the um, episode here? Absolutely. So Webflow did reach out to us. They said they wanted to speak about the extension and overall a very good response. They were very supportive in us going and building things that are very helpful for the community. We talked about <clears throat> the things that could go wrong, the things that could go right, and all of our disclaimer and a lot of what we talk about in the beginning of that show are things that we want to make more clear to you. Things that we may have said last week that may have been confused with something else, and we just want to be super, super clear about what this extension is, how we're approaching it, and the future of the extension. But we were super, super happy that Webflow came back with the positive reaction. That was really special for us. Yeah. Um, and it was cool just to get the chat. Uh, we're going to get a chance to work with them on things moving forward a little bit. So it'll be cool to, to just kind of expand that relationship. I think um, you all can see we're pushing Webflow. Webflow's pushing us. I think this is better for the ecosystem. And I think they agreed with all of that. Right. Their goal long term is to bring developers into this ecosystem. And so we're kind of pushing the door You're like we're kind of just pushing that timeline maybe a little bit for them. And so that's where we have to be a little careful, which is going to bring us right into our disclaimer for the day. Oh, we already did reactions going into the disclaimer. So, um, Joe, I'll let you take the first line there. Sure. First thing, very important to understand that FinSuite did not partner with Webflow for this extension. We had a few people reach out to us, a few people reached out to Webflow asking how we partnered with them. We did not, very, very clear, this is a separate effort. Webflow is not related to this effort. They're not supporting us in any way for this. Webflow did not give us any special access to Webflow. We don't have access to any restricted APIs. We don't have access to any developer things that other people do not have access to. We have simply built an application on top of an application. And that is so, so important here. And because of that, there's going to be pros and there's going to be cons. The pro is we get to work very fast. We, we can do whatever we want. We're going to act however we want to act. And really also how you, the community, wants us to act. The downside of that is maybe things break. Just like any type of application, things can break when there are changes. Maybe those are changes inside your own application. Maybe those are changes externally. So imagine Webflow Designer. If there's a big update to Chrome, maybe something breaks, and then Webflow goes and fixes it. This is inherent in software, in website applications. So we want to be very clear that things can break. Webflow is not giving us their release schedule. We don't have any special information about changes that will be made to the platform. So maybe we have a feature in our application that breaks temporarily and we have to go in, fix it based on changes in Webflow Designer. And that's what this is about. We, we wanna make it very clear that 
if something does break, this is not Webflow's fault. Webflow is, again, not supporting us for this in a sense that they are managing our development cycle. Something breaks, it's FinSuite. Yeah. So let's stop there. Uh, well, let's let's see if and, there's any comments or questions. Yeah. Real quick, one thing to clarify is that because we're kind of working in the same space that they're likely working and making changes and they're actively edit uh, working on you know, the platform, this is what they do. They have an engineering team that's working on the tool. And so they're gonna be changing stuff that's gonna impact what we're working on. And what we're trying to say is that, you know, it, it's just not always gonna be perfect, right? Because we're not on the same page, because this isn't a public API that they're supporting in any kind of meaningful way. This is not something that you can expect that's just always gonna be, um, you know, perfect or supported. And I guess we'll get in through some of the support stuff here um, into the next section. So um, I'm not seeing, let's see, any comments, questions, truly badass extension. What happens when you have the extension running after you've used it? Yeah, we can we can talk about some of these things towards the yeah, end. Um, I don't think there's anything here that we need to kind of slow up too much for. We can address all these. We'll have a big Q&A at the end. We're gonna bring Alex in. We're gonna um, allow you know you to ask whatever technical questions you want. Uh, we're gonna kind of get into some of the weeds on, on some of that. So let's get through everything we wanted to talk about here and then we can jump into that Q&A to answer all those uh, points. So um, yeah, things Excellent. might break, Joe, is where we left it. Things might break and I have a bullet list in front of me. I'm pretty much just going to read off this bullet list. We have a, a whole list of things that we are really deeply taking into consideration to make sure this is the best experience for you. Number one, FinSuite is only releasing features that are safe to use for your project. We're avoiding all of our experimental or potentially dangerous ideas. We have a lot of ideas, and I'm sure that you have a lot of ideas of what could be worked into this extension. We have 100% X'd out anything that has potential issues with your project. So we're very dedicated for, to this. We, we're only going to do things that we feel are safe to perform inside the project. And our goal is for you to have zero fear using this extension as part of your daily workflow. Things may break, but you shouldn't have any expectation that it's going to break. We, we are working very hard to make sure that nothing breaks. Number two, in the event that a change from Webflow does break the functionality of our extension, your website will not break. It's not like you're going to load designer and if our sort classes isn't working, your designer project is not going to work. The extension it's the extension feature itself might not work, but that doesn't mean the site is going to break. We developed all of our features inside the extension as separate modules. If one module breaks because of an update, other modules will not break. So it's not like our sort features doesn't work and then everything inside the extension doesn't work. Only sort features is not going to work. We're going to work on an update for that and go and update the extension for you. We have established several safeguards to prevent anything hazardous from happening to your project. For example, before we do anything to your project, before we write any changes, we make sure all of the proper data is available to us and the action that we want to take is possible before taking the action. So if Webflow makes a change and now styles 
are handled in a different way or interactions are handled in a different way, our extension is built to not take action if it sees a different structure, if it sees a different way classes are being handled. So this is this is really important. And also it's it's why you let me let me continue going before I get into that. Last point here, to be extra safe and careful to protect your work. Last week, we implemented a new feature that's currently live in the extension, and that's auto backups. Before the extension performs any action on your project, it takes a native Webflow backup. We're going to look at this when we go through the extension for next week's features. If you reorder your styles, before we actually do anything in your project, we take a backup. If you remove your breakpoints, before we actually remove the breakpoints from the project, we take a backup. So in the event that our safeguards don't work, and in the event that something in the extension breaks or something goes wrong, you have a backup before that action was taken. So. This is something we did last week. We talked with Webflow and literally the next day we worked on building this into the platform. Why are we doing all of this? We truly care. This is going to be part of your daily workflow and a daily workflow in Webflow is great. We want to maintain that feeling of great workflow. So we're very, very, very dedicated to making sure that this is as smooth of a process as possible. That was a lot. Do we have questions? Any follow-up comments, Reimar? No, uh, there is one that I wanted to address real quick by Mahar, who was asking if a designer has extension and he uses it in client website to make changes, then you deliver the website to the client. If the client doesn't have the extension on the computer, will it affect the website? No. Um, as we stated before, and as Joe kind of stated here, once the change is affected on the site, it just exists in Webflow that way. And so you could load this on another computer without the extension, no problem, no worries. Um, all of your changes, all of your edits will be uh, just as if they had been done like that or if the person you know, did have the extension. So yeah, there's no difference whether you have it or not. As long as the changes are executed and you get the little confirmation there, it's all good. Um, let's see. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'll, I'll add to that that a lot of our experimental ideas, the ideas that we wanted to, to go and attack, but we did not, those would require extension and extension. Features that require two people to have the extension to use the feature is not good. That's dangerous because you load it in a different project, the extension's not there, and then what happens? We never, ever want that. So like Reimar said, it goes to the project and it's done. You can access it from any computer and it's normal Webflow. Yeah. And Disruptive Social is asking a really good question here that I want to uh, probably um, have Alex address. Um, should we do that now or should we save that to the end? Let's save that to the end. Yeah. Let's OK. Let's get through the flow here. And yeah, Disruptive we have a, a we're, nice yeah, we're going to come back question. to that here um, in just a second. So um, let's let them know where to get support real quick and then we'll talk through some of the frequently asked questions that people have uh which may address some of this um and then if we want we can bring alex to clarify and at that point uh before really diving into all of these new features so um yeah joe where should people go if they need support to fin suite 
We're setting up channels to make sure that you can contact us very easily. Those channels are not yet set up. You can find us in many different ways. You can find us on Facebook or Twitter or uh, our Sweet JS channel. We have a lot of ways to contact us now. We are working on a formal process so that you can contact us specifically about the extension and talk to somebody that's working with the extension. It's very important to know that you should not be reaching out to Webflow about the extension. This again is not Webflow. We are responsible for the, for the app working. We're responsible for support. Uh, we are responsible for troubleshooting and we want to be responsible. We, we really want to be the ones that are helping you and guiding you through these additional features in Webflow. So stand by, maybe by next week or the next week, we're going to have a, a, a pro set up. You can get support. You can tell us what's wrong. You can tell us features that you want. And it's going to be a very, very fluid and transparent process. Yeah. Cool. Um, all right. So Great. next, let's jump into these frequently asked questions. These are the most common questions that we've just been getting over the last week about this. Some of them have kind of already been asked today. So we'll maybe skim over a couple of those. Um, but as you're finding out, it is safe to use. There's no security concerns. Um, there's no, you know, breaking your site concerns. Um, you know, so like those have already been addressed. And uh, I'll let Joe jump into some of these other ones, which again may want some clarification from Alex. So let's just do this right here as we go over these um, frequently asked questions and we'll be able to bring your all comments into this uh, setup as well. So feel free to share any comments or thoughts or whatever you may have right here. We'll do this for a second as we cover come up the, uh, the frequently asked questions or anything related to that. We'll go into the new features and then we'll come back and address any other questions at the end. So um, yeah, Joe, it's all yours. Great. Um... A double down, I'm going to double down on that safe to use and security issues because that was the number one question that was coming into my inbox. Safe to use, yes. Security issues, no. Again, we are not going to release things that are unsafe to use or that have any security risks. Okay, number two, uh, another big one. Does it hurt designer performance? People were starting to think about WordPress and plug-in ecosystem and having too many things inside of your designer instance may be slowing down designer and slowing down how you use Webflow. This is not the case. Using this extension is not going to slow down your Webflow designer process. Uh, we've built this already as a very light application, and it's so light that a new browser tab in Chrome takes up more processing power than our extension does. When Alex told me this fact, I was blown away. That's super cool. So if you have 20 tabs open, that's making designer run much slower than anything our extension is doing. Next, the extension is modular. We talked about this. So it's only going to load JavaScript when required. So when you load designer, it doesn't load every single thing inside of the extension. It's not going to load all the tabs and all the modules ready for you to use. It's going to only load the JavaScript needed. So first, the first step, let's say it puts that little FS tab inside Designer. 
And then you only are going to load the JavaScript of the modules that you open and interact with. So this makes it very lightweight, and this makes it so that your designer experience is not going to change. It's going to be the same. Great. Alex, anything to add to that? Any clarifications there? I think you did a great job explaining everything. Great. Great. OK. Yeah. Next one. This one is also really cool. When Alex told me this, I was so excited about it. All of the resource consuming processes run in a service worker as a separate context. This means that the browser, it operates in the browser completely separate from designer. So your actions in native designer are operating separately from the actions that are initiated by the extension. And we did this to assure that we're not causing you any issues, any performance issues inside your native designer experience. That's badass. Come on. That's really, really cool. As you can see, we are just so motivated to making sure that this is the best experience. And all of these things are specifically worked in. This is not just something native that happens with applications. Alex has worked these in here to make sure that we are giving you the best. And then last question that we are getting throughout the week was, are we going to launch an app store? And the simple answer to that is no. This is FinSuite. We're going to have FinSuite resources in here, FinSuite products in here, our current products, our future products. Everything inside this extension will be FinSuite. We are not opening it up to other people. We're not going to allow you to make big customizations to this on your own. We are going to, yeah, we're, we're going to keep this internal. And yeah, th those are. Those were all of the, the questions that we got throughout the week in, in messages and social and so on. Nice. Um, okay. Uh, there was one question that I wanted to have Alex take a look at, um, and it was disruptive yeah. social, I think, was the one that was asked. Yeah, I, think, I think I already know which um, one you mean. Yeah, it, it's, yeah, if you want to answer that, I'll find it to put it up on the screen here. Yeah. Actually, I, I would need to ask more questions about it, but um, uh, my first guess is that they are referring to the loading spinner that you get into Webflow every time that you make any changes. And yeah, so in that the question case, was saying um, we did we notice that's, that. Oh, sorry. I was just going to read the question. So it says we did no, notice no, no. that since installing the plugin, yeah. changes were showing as not synced, yet they were publishing fine. Not sure if this has any affiliation or not. I don't, I don't think that it has anything to do with the extension, basically, because the, the, the loading spinner state, it's fully managed in Webflow, and in, it's, it's not triggered at all by our extension. So now every time that, every time that we make any changes, we just reload the page, and that's it. So uh, we, we wait until Webflow has been synced. So if you have been playing around with it, you, you might have noticed that every time that you want to make an action, it first waits until all your changes are, are saved in Webflow. So it doesn't like override something that you that you just changed before, but other than that, it's not affecting the 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 native floating spinner of Webflow. So I'm guessing that it's not an issue of the extension. But you can you can always contact us and let us know because maybe we can find a bug that we didn't notice, um, which we wanted. So feel free to contact us, anyways. It's just shuttling through some random comments from the crowd here. Um, 
Daniel Cobb <laughs> wants to know who's got an Alex shrine on their desk. Not yet. We got to get the like some Alex bobbleheads in the in the Fin Suite store. <laughs> like some little. <laughs> okay. Um, so, any other questions uh, before we jump into kind of showing off the new features here? Um, any other like frequently asked stuff or points that you wanted to address, uh, Joe or Alex, before we jump into the next section? I think that's it. Okay, boom. So now we're gonna go new Great. features here. And um, yeah, Joe, are we gonna go to your screen here? Or how do you wanna do this? Yeah, I will share it up. Okay, the, the first thing that we did, and we did this, it was not on our, our list of anything to do it wasn't on our release list last year, is to create these automatic backups. So I'm going to go into my backups here, and I'm going to show you that we have these backups from the FinSuite extension. We are creating these backups with descriptive names before taking any action. Before removing the classes, we took a backup. Before reordering the color swatches, we took a backup. So this is now live with the extension from the Chrome store, and this is a brand new feature. And of course, this, this will be for every single module inside the extension. Okay, great. So let's now get in here. And today, we have now unlocked Organize, Color Swatches Reorder, CSS Styles Reorder, Interactions Reorder, and Symbols Reorder. So the first thing, I'm not gonna go through each one of these. We went through this last week, but I'll just give you a quick preview here. We have our color swatches in an absolute mess. We do not want this. So we're going to go to our organized tab. We're going to reorder our color swatches and I'm going to go and change these like this, maybe. Hello, Joe. Uh oh, <laughs> we might have that. Uh, oh, Joe's back. Joe, you dropped out for a second there. Just FYI. Oh, okay. Um, all right. Well, there you go, Alex. Do you want to pop in to a screen share and step in where um Joe dropped off here by any chance to show some? Oh, hang on. I can. We have now also adapted the hey. way that we release things. Hey, Joe, hang on. You're, Am um, I still live? I see a yeah, blank screen on my We're head. live, but your stream is cutting out. Your your, your signal's dropping. Um, come back to your... Yeah, for some reason, you're like... Like the stream is... Let's, yeah, just go back to your screen. It seems like it's fine. But you're... you're Try it again. I think we're good. Hmm. We lost Joe again, I think. Okay, it looks mm -hmm. like we might be having uh, a little bit of 
Joe connection problem here um, on the internet. Do you, Alex, want to drop a screen share here and maybe we can go through some of this stuff and if Joe comes back in, we can um, bring him back in. I can I can try it. If uh, Joe, do you want to tell me what's the project that you, you were showing? So I can make the, the, the same walkthrough. Okay. Okay. I'm back. Yep. Joe's back. Okay. I don't know what All happened right. there. Yeah. Jump back into your screen right. share. We'll jump right back into that. Okay. I'm back in. So I don't know if I, if this came through on the stream, but we now have a very nice reordered color swatch list, which is exactly what we want. So we have all of our reordering live. As you know, there's things that unlock on certain dates and we have changed the way that we release features inside the extension so that we don't have that waiting time for, from the extension store. So we're going to upload our updates before they unlock and they will simply unlock based on date. So we already are going to upload next week's features into the extension so that on that date, without waiting for the Chrome store, they will unlock. So that's what we'll go over now next week's releases. And the first one I will show is site settings custom code. So if we open up the new site settings custom code block, we can see our site settings custom code. And I'll show you that this is identical here inside site settings, nothing in the head, and then we have the footer. So nobody wants to go inside designer, switch to site settings and then jump back into designer just to paste one thing. It's a pain in the ass. So what we can do is copy the script that we need throughout all the pages. I'm going to now paste it inside the head and I'm going to save it. This action doesn't even need a page reload. I'll go and reload this here in site settings and we'll see CMS library. And let's do another test. If I were to change, let's say localize, oh, not here, <laughs> should change it here. I can change localize false. And now I'll save that. And now we will see localize will turn to false on reload. So really useful, great for improving your workflow, not changing your workflow and waiting for things to load. And we don't want that. So you can access site settings custom code direct from designer. Great. Okay, next feature launching next week, next Tuesday on the stream. We have cleanup. These are relatively new feature add-ons for us. And we decided to make these because we're seeing an increasing amount of messy projects coming to us. We have clients that come to FinSuite and say, hey, I need maintenance work. I need new pages in my site. I need something in an existing build. And when we go into those existing builds, sometimes it's an absolute wreck. We have unorganization. We don't have any kind of class naming systems. So we have a new project cleanup tab here. And the first two to launch next week will be remove classes and remove styles. I will show remove styles first. Remove styles will allow you to remove CSS styles by breakpoint. 
It will keep the classes on the elements and it will remove all styles from specific breakpoints. This is useful for removing an unorganized tablet or mobile style from a project. So it's again, very common with these messy projects that the desktop is okay. And then once we get into tablet and mobile, it's just an absolute wreck. So what we can do is say, I want to remove this, this, and this. I want to remove everything except for desktop because I'm going to just redo tablet and mobile quickly in my own way. So I can go and do that. I'm going to remove all of these smaller breakpoint styles, and then we will see the project transform at these lower breakpoints. And you can see here I'm on mobile, and this is obviously not what was there before. So now as a Webflow developer, I can go in here, I can start editing things and changing things based on how I want to style it. You, you know, if you've been in a, a Webflow project built by somebody else and there's messy mobile, sometimes it takes a long time to figure out where that style is coming from or what, what's happening on mobile that's hidden that you can't really see. So this is a quick way to clear and just start working. Okay, and before I show the next one, I will, uh, I will restore a backup because I didn't want to do this. This is great for a, a new project that you want to to remove the styles from, but not for this extension. So we have, uh, before removing styles, let's restore that backup, restore. And the next one is also for cleaning up messy projects. This next one is going to remove all of the classes from elements. So we are on the home page of growth. I'm going to go to our home new we are going to redesign growth, let's say. And we don't wanna remove the content, we don't wanna start a new build, but we don't like the naming convention. We're going to completely change the styles and we just, we, we kinda of wanna start building in Webflow without having to worry about content. So what this feature is going to do is allow us to remove classes by page. I can remove all of the classes from every page and just start fresh or I can say I'm going to remove home new. And that way, home new maintains all of the content, but everything is going to be in div block. This is, yep, useful for fixing unorganized projects and redesigning pages with new branding. Excellent. So I'll save this, I'm ready. And as we reload, we're in home new, look at this just absolutely stripped page. This is going to give us a lot of power to just jump in here and start changing things and editing things and rebuilding things with the right naming convention, with the new styles. So this is a new feature, we love it. As you can see, the, the symbols are not removed. We are thinking about how to integrate symbols into this, maybe giving you the ability to unlink them, maybe giving you the ability to just clear them completely. But for now, it's clearing the styles on a page or on multiple pages. Great. Okay, do we have any questions? Should we take a stop or should I go through the next two? Uh, they're just getting lots of love. <laughs> That's so cool. Wow, love it. Lots of awesome. love. Yeah. yeah, lots of high fives, <laughs> lots of awesomes, lots of um, people, yeah, um, just sharing their appreciation for these features. 
so yeah, I think you can keep going. Excellent. Okay. The next one that we will look at is cookie consent. We went over this on the first stream, but now this is ready for live. We have it all working. And what this is going to do, I can go and oh, go in the FinSuite extension and I will go to components, cookie consent. We have our cookie consent components available. I can go copy this and I can paste it somewhere on the page. So maybe I'll go to body here. I'll paste it at the end and there we go. So now you have all of the components needed for our cookie consent system and you have all of the attributes applied to it. So any anything that needs an attribute, anything as part of our setup guide, you can grab that direct from the extension. Something important to know, this is not the entire process of the cookie consent. This is a huge step. This is getting all of the components that you need inside your designer build. But if you go to the docs, you'll know that if you're doing option two or option three with cookie consent, you will have to make changes to the script tags on the page. Just a little disclaimer there. This is a big step, but it's not 100% of the step. Okay. And as the, we said on the last stream, tag. we are, yes. What was that, Alex? Yes, right. There's there's not even the, I mean that, the initial yeah. script tag. So e even the, the library script file that you need to run cookie consent is not added with this component add. Just the components themselves are added. Now, what we're working on is a way to make this full service. This is just the first step. And we have ideas for CMS library, for our new client first, and, and more for cookie consent, and even more components past this. We're working on ways to allow you to choose your options, allow you to customize where things go, and then intelligently put components where they're supposed to go with the right options direct from the extension. So this is just the V1, the beta of our components tab. We have a lot more coming in that in early September. And I believe, oh, there's one more feature. We're not going to show it today, uh, but that feature is allowing your clients to edit link blocks in editor. This is really useful. If, you're, if you use Webflow, you know that adding that link block to the page is useful in designer, but it doesn't let your client edit inside editor. So this extension, will allow your clients to go and do that. And in this case, the client would just need to download the extension and that's it, it just works. So this, uh, yeah, this is really good for when you need that, that link block and you need them to use editor with it. Nice. Um, Great. Okay, yeah, so I think that takes us through all of the new features for today, correct? I believe so. All right, let's see. Um, somebody was asking if we could get a sneak peek of the CMS unbinding. You're just going to have to wait. Just going to have to wait. <laughs> let's see. You're going to um, have to wait. Right. Uh, okay. Yeah. So any other questions, concerns? Alex, what did we miss? What are people, what are, what, what's your vibe as you see people kind of like um, exploring this thing and playing with the new uh, extension? 
Guys, many questions. I lost my column that allows me to switch from um, the different comments. So I don't know if I can pull the, I can't pull the comments anymore in this view. <laughs> um, technology. Okay, are there any other editor enhancing features planned? Not yet. No. And that's that's a great that's great to go into. We are going to make a wish list for you. Uh, extension feature request list. And this is going to be public. We're going to let people put these features on, vote on them, so we can see what you want. And then based on the highest votes, as long as that is a safe and appropriate thing to work into the application, we will go and do that. So mm -hmm. that's coming soon, probably not next week, maybe the week after, maybe the week after, but you will be able to say, hey, FinSuite, I really want this, this, and this on the application. And if other people want that too, we're gonna build it. Nice. If we can. Um, <laughs> if we can. If we can. Right. <laughs> yeah, so what's going to happen, let's clarify a little bit of how that'll work, is you'll be able to send us requests as we scrub through those requests and we think, yes, this could be built or yes or no, this cannot. The ones that can be built will then put out for voting, for public voting. And so you'll be able to then kind of give yeah. us feedback in that regard. But we don't okay. want to just let people request features and see that on a list and then get a bunch of votes and then we find out, oh, we can't build that or that's not possible yeah. and then we have to like remove that. And so there'll kind of be like a, a two phase scrubbing mm -hmm. process on that. Yep. Um, yeah, I think and, mo and mo most important that the features are safe to be used like the, the same way that we're using them right now yeah. without breaking any, any projects. Um, there was one here that I wanted to address. Mo Mahar is asking um, where we're all from. And we're all from different parts of the world. I think the whole FinSuite team is from just random places across the world. So um, I'm in Sarasota, Florida. Joe, I know, is in Merida, Mexico. Alex is in Spain, I believe, right? Yep. Yeah, so um, Rohan in the back there is in the UK. Um, yeah, we've got people everywhere, down in South America, in Africa, all across Europe, um, India, Austria, like, like where, where Joe, where don't we have people like Antarctica? I think is like one of the only places. <laughs> yeah, no don't. one from Antarctica yet. <laughs> right, that's like the only place. If you're down there, you know, at like the, uh, what is it, the Antarctic Wildlife Research, and you need some help with Webflow, we we know we'd like to have somebody on every continent. Okay, so like, let's figure this out. Okay, um, let's see. I wish you could just. It's not. It's not showing up. Oh, hang on. Comment. Come on through. Okay. It's not. It's not updating the comments. Do you see anything in there you wanted to bring up? I. Yeah, we have a question from Vincent. An interesting one. <clears throat> Will this extension one day let us store a structure we would copy from one site and call it, and have it later to paste into another site? In short, empowering us to create our own components. Maybe, maybe, uh, I know in the future we are talking about working in a login system, optional login system to the extension. The extension will always be free. It will always be accessible without login. But once we can allow you to log into the extension, something like this could be possible. Is it on our current roadmap right now? No. 
Is it very useful? And I think a lot of people would go and create an account to be able to do this. Sure. So that is something that I can absolutely yeah. see later in the roadmap. Yeah. Nice. And let me clarify, we're, we, we, we could build this locally, like you store it in, in your computer. But um, one downside of Chrome extensions is that the, the memory that you can use is quite limited. And, and the metadata that you need for, gener uh, for copying and pasting components in Webflow, it's pretty big. So I, I, I do think that we cannot build this in a maintainable way uh, locally. I mean, uh, um, but yeah, the, the other option is there. Let's see, Steven was asking a good question here. Sometimes there are classes that we don't want to delete, but aren't attached to any element. Since they work with custom code, it would be nice to lock these classes some way. I don't know if that's, again, that might be one of those features that, lock. that just is hard to do. If that functionality, what happens is the functionality kind of has to be there already. What you'll notice by everything that's happening in this extension, like the swatches have an order. Right, Webflow doesn't give you the ability natively to reorder those, but they do have an order. And so we're essentially going in and telling Webflow, hey, here's a new order for these. And then it stores it once that saves as their yeah. new order. And so that functionality is there. We're not creating functionality in Webflow that says sort these in a specific order. And so same thing, people have asked about, can we create a folder for symbols? No, there would have to be a folder functionality yeah. already for symbols inside of Webflow that then we could manipulate. And so then we could allow you to do something with that. But that's how you have to think about this is that we can't really add functionality to Webflow here because we can't write code to Webflow's servers yet. At some point, that's what a plugin marketplace might be. So right now, you know, we're kind of limited to just some of these little workarounds that enhance or um, make specific functionality a little more usable. Yeah. Yeah, I think that the point is we're trying to stay away of doing stuff that you could do because you have the extension, but then somebody could jump in, in the project that without extension and that person will have a different experience. Yes. Um so we need to wait until Webflow allows us to to save any any of these uh changes. Yeah. Um What's up, Maria? Oh, hi. Um, Maria is one of our favorites, so give her a shout out here. Let's see. Um, will it ever be possible to update, what's it saying, same named images by just uploading them in bulk? That would be cool. I would love to be able to just like replace an image that's named exactly the same and have it just propagate throughout the site without having to go mix those links. I don't know if that's something we could fix, to be honest. Alex? I don't know. <laughs> um, I honestly have no idea. I would have to check that. Let's see. In the editor, the user still doesn't have the ability to upload a file to a button, only in designer. Will the link block update give that power to the user? The, the, the link blocks in the, in the designer are going to behave the same uh, way that the, the regular text links work. So you have the, that cog that you can click on it and it opens the like that small UI where you can select a pages or you can uh, select to upload an email. And right now, I don't know if, if you can actually upload a file from there. Mm. Can, can you? Like from the regular text links, can you? Because if so, then it I don't will think be so. the same I'm experience. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, me, me neither. 
Let's see, why not build it the way Flowbase did? Just copy and paste from the web page. Um, I'm not sure what that's an I answer I think this is for Vincent. <laughs> yeah. For Vincent. This, well, this is for Vincent? I I can answer uh, that. Well, uh, I so, have a question. Yeah. Okay. The, when we release attributes, you will have the ability to copy components and copy elements from a separate web page. But wouldn't it be cool if you could copy the components direct in Designer? So you could open up the FinSuite extension, you could search for the component you want or search for the functionality you want and click it onto the page. That's what we're going for. So yes, we are going to have this off extension experience, copy our filter structure and put the filter structure on the page, but that's going to be accessible in the extension and that's the way that we're going to push people to use it. Because I think it's going to improve your workflow significantly when you do not have to go out to different tabs. Going out to different tabs is distracting. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, give a shout out to my buddy Jake Lockwood. Just joined the stream. What's up, Jake Lockwood? <laughs> he asked me, he just sent me a text asking if I could go to lunch. And I said, I'm streaming. So he jumped in the stream to say, what's up? Uh, Tanette <laughs> was asking, how many of you guys going to No Code Conference San Francisco in November? Um, a few of us for sure will. Uh, Unfortunately, because of some of the travel restrictions, it looks like there's a, a big part of our group who will not be able to come, which is really kind of bumming us out. Yeah. Um, so we're hoping that stuff kind of fades a little bit and it's time to, you know, like figure some of that out so these guys can come and, and hang out with us at No Code Comp. But um, yeah, if you're coming, let us know in the comments. That'd be cool. Um, we're planning on doing like a little meetup the day before the conference. So if you're going to be there, um, yeah, we'll keep stay tuned for some of that. Um, let's see. Are we calling it a meetup or are we calling it a party? I think it's going to be like we a happy hour party. or like a hangout. It's just going to be like a <laughs> effing cool hangout, right? Yeah. Like a, <laughs> just going to be cool a bunch like of that. us getting together like somewhere in San Francisco to talk Webflow. Um, you know, if you want to grab a drink or a bite to eat or something like that, we'll find a venue where we can all kind of hang out and chat. So, um, let's see any concern when exporting the code from Webflow? No, again, this stuff like we're not changing anything Webflow does, right? So again, you have to think about it through the lens of if Webflow does it, if it's stable in Webflow, it's like we're not messing with any of that, right? Again, we're just kind of interrupting a message, telling it to reorder something and then sending that message back through. And now Webflow interprets that. And once that's interpreted, once that's saved, once that's stored, it's over. That's just how the site is. And so I don't think, yeah, these are not things you need to worry about. Um, when you when you dealing with this yeah. uh yeah zach i like what zach's saying here let's get some likes on this video y'all uh 100 concurrent viewers 45 likes you know how to do send uh send some love to um youtube let them know what's up all right let's see thanks joe that's what i was expecting components library all right shane grady is saying he's going there i'm assuming that means no code comp um how was the reaction from webflow when you guys announced the extension we talked about that at the beginning. The mm -hmm. reaction was overall well received. Um, I think they were impressed at certain levels. They were kind of worried a little bit because we're kind of like, you know, in the back end of the designer there. <laughs> but I think in general, they were excited to see uh, one of their large agencies kind of pushing the limits of the platform, right? If, if you're a platform like Webflow, mm -hmm. you kind of want this to be happening. 
right? This is the way they grow because Webflow, no matter how big Webflow gets, there's always gonna be a limitation on the number of resources and things they can do, right? The reason WordPress is so big is because the developer army and the, and the resources that are available to build and expand that piece of software are almost endless, right? And so at some level, that ecosystem becomes bigger because other people can support it, other developers get involved. And so that's, you know, like, I, I gotta imagine Webflow's thinking that's their future path. And so are we pushing the limit on that a little bit? Sure, right? Are we trying to like kind of be innovators in the space? A hundred percent. And so, yeah, I think just expect us to keep doing a little bit of that. But I think Webflow is excited and I think we'll open up our communication with Webflow. You know, we'll we'll share a little bit more about what we're doing so they can be up uh, up and up and maybe they'll start sharing a little bit more so that we can kind of start planning and know exactly what's going on next. And so um, stay tuned for how that uh, all evolves. We have a question from Jeremy. Yeah. Does the automatic backup use Webflow's backup so it will change IDs on the collection items? This uh, is yeah. using the native a, backup. A regular backup. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Just like if you were to do the, you know, run a backup right in designer and that modal comes up with the name, same thing. We're just, we're, we're going to populate the name and do it in the background without you even knowing. Yep. Um, let's see. Daniel's asking about client first. Does that unlock August 31st or the 12th? I think it's the saying 12. 31 in the plugin. Yeah, the 12th. I don't, I don't we know. talked about the 12th. Ah, okay. Well, I think that, that maybe people are components. asking if it doesn't lock in the extension. Right, 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 right. So client first as a system is launching Thursday, two days from today. And that's going to be fully functional. You can use our clonable. We have our videos. We have our resources, our templates, everything available. Now, at the end of August, that's when we are going to start integrating pieces of that into the extension. We have some, some uh, sections available for you to add. Maybe you can add an entire template page to your build. We have a lot of options there for us. Nice. Um, who was just asking Noah Raskin? Let's take Noah's question here. Loading a new component from the extension would still require a page refresh, correct? Or will it be drag and drop, um, the current Webflow no. action? Copy and paste. There you go. Noah, copy and paste. So, uh, yep. so we're not using drag, drag and drop. We're just copying and pasting. And then it happens the same as you would do it normally. Like if you are on another project then you copy an element and you paste it, same. So you don't need to refresh anything. Yeah. Um, okay. Shane is saying, speaking of client first, is there a good web page you can direct us to learn more about it? Um, not yet. That'll come with the release. We are, we do have a lot of sites and things that are being worked on, but we're going to release that all as part of the, the launch. So we won't really be giving people access to that ahead of time. Um, let's see. And Shane, so, you know, we have a full documentation. We have long form content. We have about 11 videos. We're going to have eight templates, summer wireframe, summer full site builds. And we have, we have a whole backlog of things that are being created over the next few months. And all of that starts launching on the 12th. Disruptive social saying, I just reorganized my color swatches and apparently it's an instant cure for OCD. I bet a lot of people are feeling that way right now with the, um, I never understood why I couldn't just like, 
<laughs> you know, like, I, ooh, just, and I would see projects like these template sites and I'm like, what? This doesn't make any sense. Like there's like 50 colors in here and they're just complete scatterbrain. And then some of them may be very similar or have reduced opacity. And I don't know like which is which. And then you got to click on a bunch of them to figure out like which is the exact color and like, oh, so yeah, this is going to be a big, um, a big update here. So, uh, let's see. I would like to delete individual classes rather than, where was that? Rather than using Webflow auto cleanup of unused classes. Oh, how can you delete individual classes? Interesting. Rather than just deleting all unused classes. Got Alex thinking over here. Okay. Maybe we're gonna uh, <laughs> <something>. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I see a feature in here. <laughs> um, maybe, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Daniel. Yeah. So that's, that's exactly. Sorry, go oh, go ahead. Yeah. One, one more thing on that. That's exactly why we're going to launch a place for you to put these suggestions in. So if you put that suggestion in and the whole community rallies behind you and that gets to the top of the list, that's now on the top of our list. So yeah, these are great ideas. We didn't even think of that, about that. And we've been thinking about class removal for the past two weeks. So great. Let's yeah, see. Mark. Mark is saying you can delete individual classes natively forever, right? Can is that just a? Yeah, but you need to unbind them first. So if you have that, that class being used in like, let's say five pages, you need to go page by page and first delete that class, and then you can get rid of it. So yeah, I think it makes sense, and I actually like this feature. I would I would use it myself. <laughs> so yeah. Joe, how are we planning to give people details about the client first launch on Thursday? Well, uh, we we have a live stream each Thursday. So at this same time, if you come on, if you come and watch our stream, we're going to release it, have all the information for you, send you all the links. Okay. You can subscribe to updates from FinSuite, and we will share that link in the chat here. Sign up for our newsletter, our, our updates, and we will let you know exactly when that is available to you. And also, we're going to post it all over social. So follow us on social, follow our YouTube, uh, Facebook, Twitter, whatever. And we are going to be there advertising it very loudly. Yeah. Um, let's see. Where do we... Yeah, that's the same question here. Tommy Gunn is asking, where do we go to sign up for client first? Um, we've been doing a critique show for the last few weeks, but we kind of switched to like a live hangout this Thursday. I think we'll go back to just doing, um, uh, a, a regular show. We're going to test this new stream setup and see if, see if we got this figured out. Hopefully the experience has been, uh, smoother on the audience end here today. Um, other than we had obviously a little bit of internet snafu there, but, uh, let's see. What else is coming in? A neat Can I address yeah, Noah uh -huh. for a sec? Yeah, I was about to say this because this is the, the perfect example of stuff that we should not be doing. And the reason for that is because let's imagine that you want to have some classes that you want to like pin them, save them. And when you um, want to make some like styles cleanup, you don't want those classes to be affected. The problem with that is that we have no way of telling Webflow to store it. Like, we, we cannot tell Webflow, hey, remember these classes? We don't want these classes to be removed. Um, so we would need to store these classes and this setup in your local extension, meaning that if somebody without extension comes in the project and does the styles cleanup, 
it's going to just delete everything. So this is the the perfect example of a feature that we would love to, to develop, but it's not as safe as we would like to. So we're not going to approve it, you know? Um, yeah, well, I, I think that that's a great example. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Harsh shit. <laughs> yeah, East or West, FinSuite is the best. There you go. <laughs> First person to get that tattoo gets a free hat from the FinSuite merch store. <laughs> Let's start a trend. Is there a way to access the site settings, custom codes so that it works in the designer? Yeah, um, Joe, I think just showed that today in this episode, the custom code element, right? Or no, am I, am I mis yep. misinterpreting this? No, I, I, think that's a, I think that's a little bit of a different question. I think I think what, what Matt is asking is, let's say there's styles, a style tag applied to site settings. Will that react inside designer? And maybe even he's asking, will JavaScript react in designer? And I know that the answer to that is no. Uh, but the, the styles, yeah, the, the styles, Alex, will those, will those be shown inside designer or are those styles only going to live in site settings? Are you asking me? Can can you? Yeah. So so I, I place a, a style tag inside FinSuite extension site settings code. Will that CSS mm -hmm. be shown inside the designer instance while I'm working? No. For example, no, a background that's, color. That's the, the 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 same. That's the same behavior that you would get if you put it just like in the, in the regular custom code tab. So things are not running, and actually, it's a good thing. Because you don't want JavaScript to be messing around with with what you're doing in the designer, and sometimes you want to have some styles that you don't want to see them in the designer, like hiding some elements when the page is published, but you don't want it to be uh, you don't want that element to be hidden in in the designer. So it's, it's actually something that should be kept like this. Yeah. Yep. Great. Great example. Would dynamic from the CMS attributes be possible? So could you assign attributes? in the CMS and apply them to dangerous the feature. <laughs> this is on our dangerous list. Yeah, we yeah. have a whole <laughs> list of dangerous things that are right around this topic. And now the, the problem yeah. with this, uh, Arald is somebody else would need to have that extension installed for this to really work yeah. well. And on top of that, this would be a very hacky solution because this is not possible in Webflow. So absolutely no, as much as we would love this and we would use it on every single project, this is not something that will be built into the extension. Yeah. Yep. Um, this is, yeah, so um, going back to the saving unused classes, Babis was saying um, a good kind of workflow there. Um, it's good practice to have a style guide page and have those classes active there. That way, if you delete mm -hmm. your classes or clean up your classes, or if a client does that by accident or something, you know, they're still anchored somewhere in the site. So something to think about there. Um, one other thing to think about, we do have a poll active in the comment right now. So which of today's new features are you most excited about? There's 120 votes on that right now. It'd be good to get your feedback right now. It looks like uh, reorder CSS styles is winning, but it's, a, it's like a three-way tie essentially between interaction styles and swatches. I thought swatches was gonna take it away, like running away, 
but no, it's, it's a lot of, um, yeah, some variety there. So yeah, cast your vote on that poll. Um, are we seeing anything I, else in the comments here we want to address? Let's see. I was um, asking Alex question. Does yeah, the designer so, API? Okay, so we, we want first, to be real clear there. So go ahead, Joe. We made up this term. Last stream, we made up this term designer API. This is not a real term. We do not want to use this term, and you should not be using this term. Right. So yeah, this is this is not the right way to describe it. We right. we thought about describing it like that last week, but absolutely no. So, um, yeah. yeah, that's that's not a question we can yeah, answer. Yeah, and, and to just not go into that too much, like, because it's not supported by Webflow officially, calling it that is just not the right move. Um, what we're, yeah. yeah, Alex is kind of just next level. E even their engineers were like, we're not fully sure how you're doing some of what you're doing. And so <laughs> just to stay away from any of that, just assume, you know, like, yeah, it's, it's not, we don't know how to do any of that. Um, and it's not documented like it's, yeah. So just, we're not going to go too much further into that, but, um, just know that Alex is a, yeah. a, a G. <laughs> okay. Let's see. But we can say that probably if this is something that you could do manually, but you're thinking about some kind of automation, like let's say for example you want to rename um a, an asset you can do it manually so thinking on another step of that action like doing something extra like uh, having a, a list of names and block renaming this is something that you could still do it yourself so this is probably something that we can do because um we're just shortening uh, we're creating a shortcut for that but that's it Disruptive Social's asking, does FinSuite have a super hacked version of Webflow locked away in the back office? No, <laughs> we're just, we're, that's what happens when you spend your whole life inside of a piece of software, right? You just start discovering things here and there and, and you start, and especially as users, you start thinking about what is the, you know, things that you can offer the most value by kind of like, um, you know, mixing and, and, and playing with some of those controls. So let's see. Uh, Sorry, I'm late. Will it be possible to edit color swatches within your extension? By edit, I mean the color itself, not the and the name. Um, right now, I think it's just it the order. What's that? You can do it already. You can change the name and the and the color itself, or is yeah. it just? Yeah, yeah. You can just you yeah. just select the swatch and click on on the edit button, and that's it. So there we're not go. trying to reinvent the wheel. Also, it's like we're yeah. not going to build again something that you can do yourself. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, that's another thing. I guess another big caveat to think about is that it doesn't make sense for us to spend time fixing things that you can already do natively in the interface. So that's a, that's a good that's a good filter. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Will merch with FS extension be available soon? We should have F and Suite extension or something like that. A little every time we drop a product, there should be like a little something that goes with it. That would be a smart play, huh? Um, nice. let's the see styles, anything else we're seeing here. <laughs> um, Zach is saying voicing my support for the danger squad extension. <laughs> so we probably won't, uh, push the limits too far on that stuff <laughs> just cause it makes sense to spend our time working on stuff that actually, you know, 
is stable, produces value, and that can be used by as many people as possible. And back to one of the first things we said on this stream, that our goal is for you to have zero fear using this extension, that you should be using this as part of your workflow and have an amazing amount of confidence that everything is going to go exactly how you want. And the more dangerous features that we have in there, the less confident you're going to be using this. And the more you'll say, well, is should I use this on a production site? We don't ever want you to have that mm -hmm. feeling. This is for your biggest and best production sites you have. And we want that that feeling for the entirety of the product lifespan. Yep. Uh, Raphael is asking here, <clears throat> would love if you guys created a FinSuite Academy and recruit the best students to work with you. We may or may not be doing this already. So not formally. Yeah. But we, we already do some of this. And really, we scout a ton from the community. Like, it's hard to get on this team if you're not already out in the community doing something in the world of Webflow. Um, we just watch that space like hawks, and that's kind of that uh, initial phase. But we've started playing with test cohorts and um, test projects and different things. Joe, do you want to talk a little bit about? And Client First kind of came out that way. So, yeah, maybe talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Sure. We had what we called boot camp, and this was our client first boot camp. As we were building this system of people of all experience levels, we had a small group of inexperienced Webflow developers working on it. So this system was really built by first year Webflow users and 10 year veterans. And these first year Webflow users not only learned the system, but helped improve it, helped ask the right questions as beginners. And now everybody from that bootcamp is now working on client projects inside FinSuite. So this was a huge success. I think we added four new people to the team that went from bootcamp, client first, building templates, building wireframes, which will be available for clone in two days, to building client sites and now generating revenue for the company. So this is an amazing success. We're now looking at a V2 of this, maybe expand it a bit more. So we're absolutely thinking about this. I just want to clear this up real quick. Our, our lid, <laughs> he ain't going nowhere. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> people are asking, we have him locked up. That's right. He can't even <laughs> unlock the door to his apartment. So he's, he's on like a China style <laughs> VPN network. He can only access Webflow. So <laughs> that's it. It's a, like no incoming calls, no incoming emails. It's just like a, a bubble around Alex. So don't even be putting those thoughts out there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just joking around. Um, we're all super dedicated to Webflow, um, but also think that we can be more effective in our current role, um, operating kind of outside of that uh, ecosystem and kind of really having our finger on the pulse of the community, right? So we at FinSuite and Joe for years has really kind of made a name for himself finding gaps in this market and filling them with products, with services, with content, with whatever it is. And so we're just going to keep doing that. Um, there's going to be a lot of times where, you know, like it's just, Hey, it's just part of the process, but uh, no, you can't have any of our talent. That's it. Okay. Can, can, can I say something? I think it's important. Of course. Uh, can I address Christopher fumes? Something that he said about can the stylist be reordered alphabetically? 
please don't do this. Please learn about CSS specificity before reordering your styles because it, this is not for organization. This is not for making your styles look pretty. This is for CSS specificity. If you don't know what that, what that is, then you shouldn't mess around with the styles because probably you can you can fuck up something about uh, not the project, but yes, of your styles. And you don't want to be redoing those. Nice. Very well said. Um, Absolutely. I like this comment here. Ruben says, true philanthropist. We come from the teach a man to fish school rather than give, uh, you know, someone a fish. So, you know, we like the, you know, that's why we release these tools. That's why we're very open about all of the things we do. The goal here is to test and learn as much as we can and then release as much as humanly possible of that information out to the community with no barriers so that they can also grow, that they can also take the next step. It's the reason why this live stream is called growth. Um, it's the reason why we don't, you know, do so much, you know, early level, just teaching how to use Webflow. We want to help people build a business, a sustainable business around this ecosystem. And so that's another lens that we look through uh, a lot of this through. see yeah thank you thank you for everything we do for the community but thank you all for kind of hanging with us and making it possible we appreciate um you as much as you appreciate us all i think uh, let's see johnny Gomez saying how are you giving us fish fish rods rods bait water to fish with the bait hey that's it you know you got to hook up a fishing village Right, like imagine how much better it would be than just teaching one person to fish than it would be to set up a whole village of like fishermen training and anyone can come and learn how to fish and go eat. You know, this is like a big ocean out here and there's a lot of fish in it to go catch. And Johnny, soon we're gonna come with the salt, the pepper, <laughs> the oil, you know, we're, we're gonna give you the full experience here. That's it's right. not, we're not just going to stop at catching the fish. That's right. And we still, Joe, we still owe people a cooking episode. Just FYI. Oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe we need to produce that on our little, uh, on our, our retreat. We'll we produce should. a Joe cooking episode. <laughs> That'd be part of the documentary. <laughs> uh, and they're stocking the river. Young says. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You cooking it now, Joe? Not quite yet. Let's see. How about turning a combo class into a base class? That could be, yeah. Yep. Merge styles. Yep. Is this something planned? Yeah, that's yeah. that's going to launch in week four. <laughs> Joe fillet. I don't think we want anybody filleting Joe. We'll keep him intact. Uh, that's okay. A good idea. Let's see. I think that's it. I think, um, yeah, this has been great. Uh, again, we appreciate y'all hanging with us. Uh, be sure to, um, yeah, subscribe. The comment is pinned at the top of the YouTube chat. So if you're not on our email list, um, we do send out a notification about this live stream uh, the day before, 24 hours before and 30 minutes before the stream. We will also continue to send out the notification to anybody who signed up for extension updates. We're going to convert that into like a product update list. So we're going to start merging all the different products that people have signed up for those lists. We're just going to merge that all into one like updates list. So expect us to you know keep you up to date 
on all of the different products and stuff. And so that's how you'll find out about the release of, you know, any of the other things that we have coming down the road. So, um, what are your thoughts on selecting multiple elements and wrapping them together in a new div, kind of like command G in Figma. That would be cool. Like a Photoshop grouping. But uh, we should study that, but submit that, submit it. And we can, we, we can just give it a thought. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. um, well, what... go ahead, Joe. Sorry. I was going to say, just think about it from the most simple part of this question, selecting multiple elements. Can you select multiple elements in Webflow? And the answer is no. So mm -hmm. that could cause a problem. Anytime you're thinking of, is something possible? Think of if the core of that functionality is possible in Webflow already. Mm -hmm. But we will look into it. And that's exactly what our, our suggestion list is going to be for. Perfect. <clears throat> yep. Okay, great. Um, well, cool. thanks everyone for hanging with us. It's been real. Episode 29 thanks. is in the books. And we'll leave it at that with the outro intro. Mm -hmm.